Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul Podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today is the 4th of May. I know they say, let the force be with you, let the force be with you, and we just keep going back to all of the Star Wars stuff, but it seems to have become a day in itself. But I hope you guys are doing well. Today, we are going to touch on happiness, because there's something about happiness that we feel we can't put our hand around. We're always chasing it. And we're trying to find it. Or once we find it, we're scared we're going to lose it. And so we don't want to even hang on to it. I have been with people when something really happy, really good, just happened to them, just happened to their families. And then they go, yeah, but. And I'm like, yeah, but what? Let's just be here. I remember myself being that that person that would say things like that. Like, yeah, that's great, but I still have this to solve. And, and there I did. I just pushed it aside, was happy it happened, but I didn't live in it. I didn't let the energy of that happiness spill over into my life. I separated it. from my life like I put it in its own little compartment because what if I really did feel it then what what if I let myself find what I was seeking and so I realized we all kind of do happy different some of us are like really grateful in the moment some of us just live in it and enjoy it because we are in the moment some of us say, yeah, but every time something good happens, something bad follows. They wait for the other shoe to drop. And then I faced this year. And I'm pretty in the moment happy. I've been for quite a while, mostly since I saw Christ, because he helped me realize that all I have is today. Whatever happened yesterday, nobody even knows. Not even me without my own perspective of it. But the objectivity of my past 
if I'm still living in it, isn't helping me. I'm not objective about it yet. And I can't live behind myself, and I can't live ahead of myself. And he just made me see, well, if you're not going to enjoy today, you're not going to enjoy tomorrow either. Because you're going to do tomorrow what you're doing today. And it took a while to reel myself in and buy that I can take a deep breath, I can enjoy this moment, and I will live to tell about it. Because we've been taught in a really weird way that happiness can actually hurt us. That if we're happy, we're going to get hurt. And that big gonna get hurt, you know, the elusive gonna get hurt, but we're not sure how that actually looks. But there's people who say, well, if you're too happy, you'll be less creative. You'll be less safe because you could get hurt. Or there's a cost to being happiness if you experience it too much. Because then you'll be sad when it's gone. Thing, right? Yet when we're happy, we are more creative in tackling our problems, the puzzles in our lives, the answers we're looking for. And I have to tell you, after what I've seen other people go through in this last month, what I'm going through in in this last, I want to say it's been about two years of this illness, never-ending illness, always a new syndrome. And I've gone back and forth with, you know, almost and not almost, and it just was, um, I want to say, mentally challenging. All the stuff your mind goes through, with all the things you think, with challenging how you're happy. And, And I'm saying challenge, like really put you in that spot. It's different, like, if somebody... Like my parents, you know, they they were fine and then something happened and they passed. But to watch every stage of illness, that's super hard. So what happens? How do we keep it? How do we not minimize it? And how do we stay in that place? And it's really to remind ourselves that happiness is a state of mind It's not something comes and goes. Yes, there are good times and hard times, but you really know your level or your understanding of happiness in your hard times. Everyone knows how to have a good time. Everyone knows when something great happens what to do. We just We're there. But it's when we are in hard times. Two weeks ago, we were out. Now it's more three weeks ago because that was the middle of um, April. We were out to lunch. It was one of the last times we went out publicly with anybody. And the person we were with tipped over in their chair and literally just fell. And it shook me. It shook me because I realized how far we are going in terms of difficulty, in terms of care, in terms of 
how we're going to deal with this every day. Prior to that, we were talking, and something made me laugh, and I couldn't stop laughing. I was, I was literally crying from laughing so hard. And my daughter said, how could you laugh? This was prior to the fall. How could you laugh so hard in these times? And I said to her, if I don't laugh, I will cry. I have to let myself just get things out. I have to let my body and my mind do it in the most natural way it can because I don't have much wiggle room to spare right now. Took them a minute with the other people that were there to get that because when they fell down, I started to shake. And I started to cry. All within probably a half hour of time. And when everything was said and done and we were back home and I settled, I said, wow, God, good one. Really put the challenge out today. Instead of being scared. We're going to react in situations that are hard because we're human beings. But it doesn't mean that it tears away at something good inside of you. That good inside of you is your resource. It's knowing that it's there when you need it. That it doesn't come and go. That just because you're sad right now, it does not mean you don't have happiness. It just means that this situation that you are going through right now in this minute isn't something you'd want to be going through. Nobody would. We need that balance to feel like we can go somewhere that can kind of level out the playing field in our lives. The real security blanket in all of our lives is balance. We cannot control what anybody does. We cannot control anybody's illness. We cannot control anybody's anger. Our own We only react. We are like the supporting actors or the side dish in somebody else's life. And sometimes we're really stubborn, super stubborn about our own happiness. We don't want to have it because if we have it, it could go away. It doesn't go away. Just sometimes it's not happiness's turn that day. But if in that self-talk in our minds we say, I am happy. I know how to be happy. Today might be a different day. Today may be a harder day. And that's okay. Today I'm facing this. 
today I'm learning this. But when I go to bed at night, instead of saying, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened, I can say, I did my best today with that. That was really, really something I did not expect. I did not know it was coming. Sometimes we do know. We just didn't expect it to be that day. And then say, oh, wow, this was the day I was supposed to face this. And accepting that what happens in our world isn't in our hands. And however we react, that's between us and God. It is so easy for us to say, yeah, but. Yeah, but. Yeah, but this. Yeah, but that. And I said, wow, you really made a great big decision in your life to use that language. The language we use can help us or it can hold us in place, or it can set us back. People do happiness differently, that's for sure. Some are quiet. I get quieter. Other times, if I'm watching sports or something, I could scream through the TV. But at least I let myself use it. Sometimes people get overwhelmed or they feel guilty or they feel, you know, embarrassed that they did what they did because they were so happy and they start apologizing to everyone like, sorry, I screamed like that or sorry, I did that or wow, you know, and and people are like, why are you even doing that? All you had to do was enjoy it. You're the one saying sorry for yourself. You're excusing yourself. When Christ said we cannot give what we do not have, if you don't accept your own happiness, what are you sharing with the people you love and the people in your life? What are you sharing with them? They're not going to be any happier than you are. Your kids may not show their happiness around you because they'll be afraid you'll take it away from them too. They'll be like, oh, no, no, don't tell mom that. She'll get mad at you. She'll tell you why that's not a big deal. So you learn to hold on to it. We're kind of taught that like happiness is this elusive thing in our world. But even in this time, I've had to take a deep breath and remind myself that I actually have everything I want in my life, that I'm happy, I feel safe, I feel secure, I'm not worried about certain things, and other things I can't control, but I'm doing my best. That doing my best should be like tattooed on our brain, because the minute you say that, You let go of everything you think you shoulda, woulda, and coulda done. And your brain can start to get creative in how you're going to solve, how you're going to fix, how you're going to challenge, how you're going to end up in a situation so that you can do it. You can foresee 
You can pull out the stuff you don't want. And then if you get like this weird little ego feeling that comes in and tugs at you and tries to make you feel bad about anything, you can say, oh, nice try. Nice try. Instead of entertaining it and fighting it and wondering why you thought it. We really have to be stubborn about accepting the things that make us happy. That's what we should fight for because that happiness will solve the problem you think you have to solve first before you could be happy. Talk about a trick, double trick. As soon as, if you hear yourself do that, as soon as I do this, I'll be happy. As soon as this finishes, you'll be happy. And then what do you find out you do when you do that? Once that's happy, that problem slot empties up and you start looking for another problem to fill that slot in because that's where we are comfortable. That's that little problem slot box that we don't challenge because we wouldn't know who we are. Who do we think we are to solve our own problems? I don't know that person. Then what? Oh, wow, then I'll be responsible for all the other stuff I say I want in my life. So maybe I'll just leave that little plug in there and just feel good about being comfortable. At least I'm comfortable. I got my built-in excuses. I got everything on hold. All I have to do is kind of breathe through today. But yet, in our world, we rate happiness as the highest level of emotion. You would think we would say it was love. But love is kind of scary. Also feel like we have love in a weird way with our families. Like it's just a built-in. But we, we rate happiness as the highest level of emotion. And that's in a study as of March 18th, 2021. So just two months ago. Because we find that it's hard for us to come back to a happy state of mind. It's a state of mind. It's not a moment. It's not an event. It's not something someone gave you. Well, that was the happiest day of my life. State of mind. And we have to fight for it. We have to fight for it. Because our ego will come flying in the minute we start to feel secure or happy. But I'll tell you, happy people are helpful. They're more likely to volunteer their time. And it does make you happier. There's a satisfaction in it. They understand it's a mindset and it's easier to navigate through life because the optimism that we feel from happiness actually eases the pain and the sadness and the grief. 
it gives your mind like this positive platform to bounce off of and allows you to see a successful future or a happy future because if you're happy now, you will be happy tomorrow. And it keeps reinforcing that idea over and over again. That's what it does. Happiness makes more happiness. Love propels, truth propels, purity propels. All of this can only go forward. Doesn't mean things we don't want to happen will not happen. They'll still happen. But how you deal with it will be what's different. And you always think, you know, how much could we talk about happiness? Yeah, they're happy. Liam writes in the chat, or people who don't like it when others are too positive and happy as if it's false or something. Well, that's not your tribe. (laughs) You're around people who are asking you why you're so happy. That's not your tribe. It's just not your tribe. They have a right to be whatever they want to be. That's something that happiness literally dissipated in my life is when I hear something negative coming at me, I feel it and I see it clearer because I do feel that happiness no matter what I face. It's not like I'm running around with a smile on my face singing Kumbaya all day. It's just that when I'm faced with something, the solutions I come out with are a win-win in my mind. As opposed to, well, I just need to get what I want. I don't care what I do to anybody else. Or I listen to somebody else saying, what are you so happy about? Because I know why. I don't have to prove. Because that state of mind, that state of mind, powerful tool. It allows you to see love where love is. It allows you to speak truth because there's no downside for you. You're not scared of what will happen if you just tell the truth. You're allowed to live in your innocence, that truth, that love, that purity that Christ keeps talking about over and over again is right in your life of your life others are gonna come and go but you are that one person in your life that's with you everywhere you go and whatever it is that's inside of you is what you take with you and as silly in terms of common sense that that sounds like well yeah duh but no do it and then come talk to yourself about it. See what it feels like. There's people who are afraid of too much happiness. But that's fear and that's ego trying to get in the way between you and your happiness. Fear, doubt, worry, control, and guilt are all, all our egos 
trying to take away everything we know that can help us. And people say, oh, that poor thing, they're worried all the time. That poor thing is really the part you should focus on. Because ego is running their mind, their life, and anyone they run into. We cannot give what we do not have. If we don't allow for that happiness to live in us, to be in us, then we don't have it to share. One thing I I love about having seen Christ and I can't get over is how all the things that I thought used to make a better person were the very things that I used against myself from being happy, from feeling fulfilled, from being able to take that deep breath before I slept and feel like, God, I really did my best. Because then you have your ego in there going, yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, but. You didn't do this today. You didn't solve that today. You're still behind here. And now I just say, wow. As silly as that sounds, I can't believe you had power over me. I can't believe that I let you own my time the way I've let you. As Christ always says, you know, time is our greatest asset. And you wrap your mind around it for a minute. But I'm in a position to see time being somebody's greatest asset. Because every day their time is challenged of whether or not they're actually going to have it or not. And there's times where I'm like, God, what more are we learning here? And yet there's more. And then there's more. And I realize how much one day counts. How much an hour counts. How much each conversation that we have goes into another layer of, oh, wow, I never would have thought of that. Oh, wow, I can't imagine how much more there was to learn. Not only about life, challenging life, so that we can see past, because what we don't know is that life has so much to offer us. And we can't see it when we dumb it down with truth not being told or love not being shared or purity not being allowed because it looks silly. At this point, we're not, we're not giving it up anymore. By now, a lot of us have been through things we never thought we'd be with or through. And then Liam writes, is purity a result of happiness or is happiness a result of purity or are they the same? Well, purity is our innocence. We always keep trying to go back to when I was a kid, when I was a kid, when I was a kid. He says, in Origins of Truth, you say purity is the result of understanding love and truth. I wonder, is happiness the result of knowing truth and love, kind of like that study? Well, it's it all 
I know it sounds funny, they're facets of the same thing, but purity is the result of understanding love and truth because when you allow yourself to feel love and truth, then we're back to our innocence, like when we were a kid. We didn't know it was love and truth. We just lived in it. We were free. We were running around. Nobody, like, questioned us. And we didn't question other people. We were too busy playing. So when we feel that innocence, we see the world through that lens. And it is the highest level of emotion because understanding all of those things allows us to feel, own, accept, and enjoy the happiness we feel. That's a long talk on a very, very one-worded conversation. But thank you for your comments, Liam. And you guys, thank you for being here. Um, Take a look at our website. We're going to start talking about the speaking event that's coming, and we're starting now to formulate that we're quite a few months out. But you got to start somewhere. I hope you guys have a very happy Tuesday. I love you all. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.